Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade talk radio. Because I go berserk. Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away. Oh, they're coming to take me away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hello there. This is Mark Chaplin. On another uh, show, another episode, whatever you want to call it, I'll let you decide, of the Toxic Wise Ass Show, here on uh, Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, I love Vegas. I love L.A. And a lot of people complain about all these places, but, uh, you know, I'm what they call, I think, provincial. I, I'm not big on traveling overseas. I live next to the Canadian border, up here in the Great Northeast, so I... I do, I do have, I have relatives in Canada, came from Canada, from Ireland to Canada to the USA to work in mills, the mills of Maine, Millinocket, where the beautiful Mount Katahdin range is, one of the highest mountain range leading up from the Appalachian Valley, the Appalachian Trail, which I have never done and really don't plan on it. I'm not much of a camper dude. Used to be when I was young and that's when I think I decided I didn't like it. But anyways, uh, I'm pretty provincial. I lived in L.A. I loved Los Angeles. The weather's just right for me. I'm a shorts and t-shirt guy. And despite what they say, L.A.'s really cool because it doesn't matter what you're doing, what you want to do, what you look like, what you think. Unless you're probably evil or something, ISIS. People don't mind. You can go to a party in a three-peat suit or a bathing suit. People won't turn their heads. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I've pretty much liked all the places I've lived and visited. Did uh, comedy in New England, all the New England states, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, uh, New York, Long Island. Um, I never did comedy in Florida, but I was in Fort Myers for a while, and I love Florida. I love the USA. I'm not ashamed to say it. So many people, oh, I hate my country. I'm so just. Hey, well, if you if you want to make some changes, help make changes. If you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem, as they say. And no, this is not utopia. Not everything's going to be peaches and roses and peaches and cream. Yeah, like I always said, you have to you have to put up with something no matter where you live at. So you're going to have to deal with the hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, fires, earthquakes, so on, so forth, crime. It's just part of human nature, human life. It's part of the world here. Well, they're talking about debris dropping from a Chinese Saturn space station or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. But the odds are not good that it'll hit you, so don't worry about it. And uh, we talked about they brought the Roseanne show back. Now, she's pro-Trump, and I don't care. I mean, I didn't like either candidates that much. But I got to tell you, like I said, I did comedy and I was out and about and I was surprised how many women, and I don't think it's because their husbands or boyfriends told them to, how many women disliked Hillary Clinton. I think part of it was because when her husband, Bubba there, was uh, messing around, that uh, she picked up for him and not the women. You know, you can't throw stones in glass houses or whatever they say. Can't criticize. <laughs> Trump, if your husband's doing the same thing, um, just too, too much, you know. I don't know who the Democrats going to get. I just don't know who to beat Trump. It's going to have to be somebody special, somebody good, somebody with clean hands. 
And um, not many politicians have clean hands, so we'll have to see what happens. But, uh, yeah, see the USA first, folks. Uh, you know, I've heard people talk about going to Italy and France, and they hate Americans in France, I guess. I don't know. A lot of the rooms and the tours and things are rip-offs. And uh, so I just, I mean, I've, I've had a desire to go back to the old country, Ireland. Oh, shorty me gordy, Leo the Leprechaun here. Oh, Leo the Leprechaun just made a, a quick uh, cameo and farted. But that's okay. That's uh, something for another show, I guess. But anyways, I've, uh, I've, ha I've have had desires to go back to the old country and visit Ireland. I love watching movies about Ireland. But, uh, you know, I'm not, uh, it's not on my top of my list. The top of my list is to be healthy, happy, and be happy here in the good old USA. So, we here on the Toxic Eyes Wise Ass Show promote traveling and spending time and your vacation in the good old USA. Nothing wrong with going to good old Mexico or uh, Canada. That way, you know. If you drive, you don't have to fly. You don't have to go through the harassment of the airlines. So, uh, you know, see America first, folks. That's what we suggest here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Here on Renegade Talk Radio. And speaking of enjoying oneself, the next best thing, I guess, to uh, traveling and, and having a good time or, or being on a vacation is eating. I'd love to go out to eat in restaurants. I love Chinese. I love Mexican. I love Thai, Japanese, uh, Italian. Oh, I love it all. And there's no dessert that I don't like. And speaking of which, uh, I had a great Easter dinner. I hope yours was fine. All the traditional Easter shows was on, were on, I should say. All the shows about Jesus and uh, the the uh, Ben Hur and uh, you know the um, the greatest story ever told, and all those movies were on. I enjoyed those. Uh, Ten Commandments. Damn you! Don't break these commandments. Charlton Heston. I love Charlton Heston. I love it. You know, all the great stars have, have gone. You know, John Wayne, Charlton Heston. But we still have some around. You know, we still have some kicking. We still have Jack Nicholson, Michael Caine, and, uh, you know, a bunch of others. Clint Eastwood is still with us. And I think his daughter directs movies. I think she made a pretty good movie. But anyway, getting back to Easter dinner, I enjoyed it. I stuffed myself with ham until I couldn't walk. Ham, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, hot rolls, and a big chocolate pie. Goodness gracious, folks, I could barely walk. So I'm glad I'm going to be playing basketball tomorrow night with my peeps, my brothers, my hoops brothers. You know, we all get along playing hoops. It's not like we fight or anything. Once in a while there's an argument, somebody gets hurt or somebody gets hit. But overall, there's about 15 of us, and we play outdoors in the summer, and we play together in the winter indoors at our local uh, rack department. But uh, I'm going to be glad to be working off that Easter dinner. And I was, I was glad and happy to see all the kids uh, and grandkids uh, searching for Easter eggs and so forth uh, this morning on Facebook. I enjoy watching that. I enjoy watching the Christmas celebrations, you know, people can't be there and you, you know I actually go on YouTube and I watch a lot of uh, uh, Christmas celebrations and uh, from the 50s and 60s and even the 40s especially people putting up Lionel trains around the tree and so I love that I love nostalgic things I love I loved it here when we had uh, a downtown in my town of here uh, in my hamlet 
in the great northeast, northeast Maine, Aroostook County. We used to have uh, Woolworths, Woolco, Newberries, Western Auto, J.C. Penney's, a downtown Sears, several, several pharmacies, several clothing stores. Oh, goodness gracious. And, of course, two movie theaters and an outdoor theater drive-in. They've all gone. We do have a, a, a double cinema that's okay. Uh, the drive-in theater is gone. All those stores are gone, sad, sad to say. The big box stores come in and wipe everybody else out. Now, I do go to the big box stores, and you can kind of get what you want. But I do miss uh, And the kids will never know what... Uh, you know, what we used to have going downtown. You could go to the, they all had a lunch counter. You could get a hot dog, a hamburger, fries, milkshake, ice cream sodas, ice cream sundaes, desserts. No one, the kids won't, they won't even know what that's like. And most of them, you know, you can't blame them. They're not going to hit the nostalgic pages or go watch films. I love going on YouTube and watching you know, classic uh, vintage films of uh, Christmas and downtown. Not, not, not just the downtowns here in Maine, but all over the USA. Sad to say, those those days are gone. Downtown now is all secondhand shops and some sporting goods shops and some insurance companies and uh, maybe a small restaurant or two. But... Um, the days of the of the di nickel and dime store, the Woolworths, the Newberries, they are gone. I used to have a good time in those places. I could, you know, you could go in with five bucks and buy all kinds of toys, and they had a candy department. You could get the chocolate stars and chocolate-covered peanuts. If you're a baby boomer, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. If you were born between 45 and, and 1965, and maybe a little bit beyond that, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because my cousin... Cousins, many of them were born in 66 to 70, and they remember it all. They were a little younger than me, of course, but they do remember it. The good old days, as we call them, here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Well, the Final Four college basketball is over. And Villanova Wildcats, I mean, I, I cheer for the Catholic schools. You know, your St. John's, your Georgetown, your Gonzaga's, St. Mary's. Uh, Xavier. Uh, I think out of the 64 that made it, I think 17 or 18 were Catholic schools. Baylor's a Catholic school. So, Villanova wins 79-62, and the game wasn't really that close. Actually, Michigan took the lead in the first half, and um, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, maybe Michigan's come to play, but they, man, the defense shut them down, and even uh, uh, Bronson had uh, foul trouble, but Dante DiVincenzo, 6'5", uh, sophomore guard forward, had 31 points off the bench. He outscored Michigan's bench 31-7. to Michigan just, they never got really into a good rhythm. And Villanova moves the ball. They're unselfish. They don't care who scores, somebody different. I mean, Brunson, player of the year, only had nine points. The guy off the bench has 31 so that should tell you something. But it was a good tournament. It was, uh, you know, Cinderella teams like uh, Loyola, Chicago, they never win it. They get in the Final Four, Virginia Commonwealths and your Butlers and so forth and so on. They get in the Final Four. They make the Sweet 16. They make the Elite Eight. <coughs> but it's always a Duke or, you know, Villanova won it uh, 
twice in the last three years and really should have won it last year. They were picked to win it last year and got bounced, I think, in the uh, round of 32. But anyways, they uh, redeemed themselves. Uh, they had a good game. They came out and played confident. They like playing at that court. They like playing in San Antonio. And so your Division One men's championship goes to Villanova, and the women upset UConn from Notre Dame. So you've got two Catholic colleges, Notre Dame women, and the Villanova men that win the Division One championships in their perspective uh, divisions, in their perspective fields, the men and women's. I don't think that might be a first time. Georgetown and Villanova played each other in 85. And they were both Catholic colleges. But, uh, you know, UConn women have been tough, but they have had unreal regular seasons, but lose in the uh, Final Four. I think they lost to Mississippi State last year. This year... Notre Dame a girl uh, won on buzzer beaters both games against UConn and against Mississippi State, hitting buzzer beaters. The men's uh, Final Four was, you know, okay, but there were a lot of good games in the 64-32, Sweet 16, and, you know, you just never know. But uh, anyway, college basketball season is over. Villanova men and Notre Dame women are your Division One champions. It was uh, fun watching, and uh, now we are going to be on to the NBA, where the Celtics are playing pretty well, too. We'll see what happens. There's like five games left in the NBA season, so we have to see what happens. And uh, the Boston Bruins are playing well. Red Sox lost their first game, but won a bunch, uh, four or five after that. And the Yankees actually won a few games and then lost, have lost some. So, you know, baseball is a long, long season, 162 games. And, you know, NBA is pretty long, too. And uh, pretty soon here in the great northeast, we'll be playing basketball outdoors. I think one summer we made it, like, April 20th. It was, like, 83, and we're actually outdoors playing at the park where we play at. Very fortunate to have a nice park here in this uh, our town to play basketball in. Lit up at night. Pretty nice court. <clears throat> but uh, we play inside for about another month at our local rec. And then uh, we'll be going outside, me and my basketball peeps. So that's kind of it on the sports view here. Whether you like sports or not, I'm going to tell you about it. Um, you know, uh, like I say, I'd rather play than watch, but uh, whatever sports you like. I, I was never really into martial arts or wrestling or boxing. Uh, I suck at golf, folks. I loved it. I, I mean, my cousins all play, and I tried, but I just sucked. The so-called divots, the grass as you hit up that would go further than the ball. My ball would always go crooked somewhere, as I think they're still looking for them some places. But my cousins, I have two or three cousins that are pretty good. And I tried it, but I just uh, suck. And um, I understand it's a good way to meet people and things, but I'll still go to barbecues and parties to meet people, I guess. But anyways, uh, that's it for the sports uh, update here on Renegade Talk Radio. We're going to have some movie reviews for you. You know, I, I told you that I've been, I've been going to YouTube and watching, like, old shows that I watched as a kid, like The Wild Wild West and um, Cimarron Strip and, and um, Combat, the show Combat and other shows that, you know, I, I probably saw them, of course, as a kid in the 70s, but... I wouldn't remember all the episodes. Like, I watched the Wild Wild West episode last night in color, HD, beautiful. And I uh, was, you know, I, I probably saw it when I was, like, 13 or 12 or whatever, but I certainly don't, uh, couldn't remember all those episodes. Same with Combat with Vic Morrow. 
they went from black and white to color, as did the Wild Wild West, as did a lot of shows jump from uh, black and white to color in about 1965 in the fall season of 65, Hogan's Heroes and a lot of other shows, I Dream of Genie. They all went from black and white to color because color sets were starting to uh, be sold in high volume. In the good old days, as I call them, here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. And I want to thank you for listening. Uh, some sad news today to report uh, in Central California near San Francisco, not sure of the city, and I lived in L.A. for several years, um, at the YouTube, which is owned by Google, <coughs> which I use YouTube and Google both, and I like them, but they had a shooting. It was actually uh, done by a woman. Looks like uh, domestic violence. I think she came in to shoot maybe her boyfriend and his girlfriend. Not quite sure of the, all the details yet. But uh, then she shot herself, and I think she shot four people, but I'm not sure if she actually killed anyone. She may have been a novice at uh, gun use, because it looks like she shot people in the foot and the leg, but uh, <coughs> not sure if she killed anyone as of yet. And uh, we don't know her name and things yet, but uh, I'm sure we will. <coughs> Very uh, sad. Uh, it seems like there's a shooting about every day someplace sadly enough to say but um, you know the word I, I read a report where they said there's always been shootings they just not reported like they are nowadays with the quick and social media and all the news outlets and satellite news I mean back back in the days when they just had radio they and then they in the 40s and 50s you had newsreels and then finally, in the 50s and 60s, you started to have news, and uh, they shot on videotape or 16-millimeter film. But nowadays, man, everything's instant around the world in just seconds. But uh, it doesn't seem like we had that many shootings until the last few years, but uh, they say that uh, we did have some, especially in the schools. But... Uh, Anyways, uh, very sad to report, and I hope that uh, everyone who was wounded uh, makes it through. We'll have to wait and see. Well, they're talking about another uh, nor'easter hitting us in a day or so. My goodness. Is this April Fool's? Where's where's the beef? No, where's the nice days? I, it's crazy. I mean, I was telling somebody the other day, up here in the great northeast in New England, when it hits 50 degrees, we're going to be going, oh, man, it's too hot. I'm sweating. I mean, the days are in the northern part of New England are still in the, you know, 30s, high 30s, low 40s. Cold. I'm going out to get the mail, the paper in the morning, and the windows are, the, you know, in the garage and the, and the uh, patio and stuff and the breezeway. They're all like it's, you know, Christmas. They're all iced up, you know, how they have that frost on them. I mean, come on. Just starting to be able to see most of the grass, and they're saying we're going to get another storm. Now, the northern part into Canada and northern Maine is going to get up to several inches. Uh, in the eastern central part of Maine, probably one to five. But still, man, I had spring fever the day after Christmas. It's crazy. So... Hopefully we start to have some spring weather, because I have a spring fever really bad. Love is in the air. Remember Pepe Le Pew? He was always looking for love. 
and there always seemed to be a cat. <laughs> a poor cat that he thought was a skunk, another skunk. I love you, baby. <laughs> I love Peppy Love You. I love the Looney Tunes. Gosh. Yeah, I love the Looney Tunes. My favorite growing up, I think. That and Bullwinkle. Oh, hello, Rook. And uh, Mr. Magoo. Oh, <laughs> Magoo. Uh, they, I was watching the other day, and they just don't make cartoons like they used to. If you're a baby boomer born in the late 40s up until the mid-60s, late 60s, then you know what I'm talking about. Remember getting the cereal, going into the store and getting the cereal with a toy in it, your favorite, Cap'n Crunch or Fruit Loops or whatever it was, the variety packs, and uh, watching cartoons on Saturday morning. Now cartoons are on all the time. You can watch them on demand, on, on the computer, DVDs, whatever. But times sure have changed. And like I say, I used to have a, my 8mm Kodak projector, which showed uh, silent films. Uh, in the late uh, 60s and early 70s, I collected, you know, mostly black and white uh, versions of silent, you know, Woody Woodpecker and uh, Gandy Goose, um, some Laurel and Hardy, whatever I could get my hands on. I used to order some in the mail, monster movies, Dracula, Frankenstein, set up a theater in my basement and show them. I made the sound with my tape recorder. Ah, Dracula! <laughs> Kids never knew the difference. I just wanted to be entertained for a quarter, right? Can't go wrong for 25 cents, even in the 70s. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And make sure you listen to all our great shows here on Renegade Talk Radio. We have a, a variety. And I'm going to go over them specifically someday and talk about each show that we do offer here on Renegade Talk Radio. The best in talk radio. And this is the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. Again, thanks for listening and tuning in, wherever you are. Hey! Hey, Mo! <laughs> yes, it's Stooges. Hey, I, I did a little poll on, uh, on Facebook here. And, uh, something I've been wondering as I, uh, always do what's in the minds of people I you know I grew up watching the Three Stooges I was even banned from watching it when I was about 10 because I <laughs> was acting crazy the band didn't last long you can't keep me from my Three Stooges folks you just can't can't be done <laughs> but anyways uh, oh man what it, it, you know it uh, back then of course you know, you had to watch them when they were on. They were on early in the morning, like 8 o'clock, I think. And if you were sick <coughs> from school, you got to watch them. It was like Three Stooges, some cartoons, and like uh, repeats of uh, Beverly Hillbillies and uh, different shows. Um, so, anyways, I was wondering, because I love the Stooges, and then... You know, as I got older, I started collecting three Stooges on 16-millimeter and 8-millimeter film and showing them in college. I worked in the college movie theater. We had 16-millimeter high-intensity projectors in our theater. Our theater, which was for plays and everything else, meetings and this and that, I think it held about um, close to 500 people, something like that, 450. So, uh, which is pretty good size. It's not enormous, but it's pretty good size. And... Uh, 
I enjoyed it. I even showed uh, would take a projector in my room or one of the college dorm rooms that were uh, used for meetings and show movies. <laughs> this is before the days of, uh, just before the days of VCR. Uh, about 1980, the VCR started coming out hot and heavy. They're expensive. People had them. And actually, we had some in college, but they were hard to get a hold of. We used them to uh, do meetings and uh, tape our basketball games and soccer games and so forth, sporting events. So, uh, you know, it wasn't, you, you, you had to watch the Three Stooges when you could get them. Now, of course, everything on demand online, they're on YouTube, every, everything they've ever done, uh, interviews is on YouTube. So I did a little poll on my Facebook, and I said, do kids watch Three Stooges? Because I know some do. But uh, I got a pretty good response from parents saying that their kids love the Three Stooges. And, of course, a lot of women don't like the Three Stooges, but I got some that did. I guess women just can't see the... Uh, the, the laughter and smashing a pie over your head or throwing at your face or getting slapped. I used to break records over my, uh, remember the old 33 records? I used to break them over my cousin's heads uh, when we were out goofing around just to emulate the Three Stooges. <laughs> I'd smash when he'd start. It didn't hurt. They were, they were harmless. And, uh, although, I don't know, maybe it did hurt. I never had one smashed over my head. But uh, he laughed, and the more he laughed, the more it smashed one over his head. So, but I love it. When I'm down and out, it's a good Three Stooges. And if you watch it carefully, I mean, they were geniuses. I know it's it's uh, anarchy and just craziness. Uh, but if you watch it, and I love Laurel and Hardy, too, and the Marx Brothers and, and Abbott and Costello. I love all those guys equally as well. But uh, something about the Stooges. And and Curly or Shamp, it didn't matter. Of course, uh, they were both brothers to Moe, who was kind of the head of the Stooges. Didn't all didn't know all this when I was a kid. And they uh, came from New York City. And I think their real name was Horowitz. And uh, there was like, I think it was quite a big family. Like eight or nine kids, maybe more in the family. But anyways, I did a poll, and I was pretty surprised to find out kids are still watching the Three Stooges. So there is hope for the world here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. That's what we say. And speaking of Facebook, uh, I myself, and as far as I can tell, I have almost uh, 4,600 friends, something like that, on my Facebook page. And um, as far as I can tell, nobody's getting off. I'm not. You know, they're having a, they're being upset. They used your information. Well, I got to tell you, since the beginning of time, any time they can, they will use any information they can get from you. Whether it's from a reading list that you send something by the mail. You ever order something by mail and then all of a sudden you get all kinds of different catalogs from all kinds of different places? Well, they share your information, folks. They share your phone number. They share your cell phone number. They share your email. You get bomb if you go to one casino, you get bombarded all of a sudden by all the casinos. I'm not getting off Facebook. I use it uh, to promote my show. I use it to promote my comedy, and uh, hopefully, when I start making some TV shows and probably some films, I'll be using it for that too. And like I say, I mean, maybe a few people have gotten off. One guy got on and says, "Oh, I'm getting off Facebook, and I'm announcing it." Well, you announced it on Facebook that you're getting off Facebook. Um, sorry to say, who cares, too bad, that's your view, that's your opinion, 
they're going to use anytime they can, whether you buy a movie ticket or you subscribe to a magazine or a newspaper or you buy something in the store and they get your... I remember Radio Shack used to ask for your name and your address and all that. You, what do you think they wanted that for? It wasn't to send you a Christmas card, folks. So, I don't know. For me, and as far as I can see, most everyone that I know on my Facebook page is staying. Very few have left. So this big uh, hoop-de-doo about leaving Facebook or Twitter or whatever, it's, you, you're not, it, it's, it's not going to happen. The people are still going to use the social media. So I know I am. And uh, that's just my opinion. That's my view here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. And uh, like I say, I use it every day all the time to stay. And not just for business, but stay in touch with old friends. And I can't, I can't see them in person, but I can see their pictures and their kids' pictures and what they're up to and what they're doing. So for me, it works. Not everything works for everybody. There's some people can't even take aspirin. So one man's fruits and another man poison. We have all kinds of sayings here on the Toxic Wise Ash Show. <laughs> well, uh, we had snow here today in the great northeast uh, parts of Massachusetts and New York and uh, Maine. We get some snow. It's kind of melted. It's uh, very cold. It doesn't feel like April. It feels like March 4th instead of the you know, beginning of April. <laughs> but uh, hopefully we have some warmer days ahead. I still have a hard time believing anything's melting in the Arctic if it's so damn cold here. I don't know the parameters of global warming. Is it it gets warmer or is it gets colder? Should they, they call it global colding? I don't know. The scientists seem to be split on it too. Some say that the the Arctic and is fine, and some say it's shrinking. I don't know. I guess it's a matter of who you believe. But if you ask us here in the great northeast, and it was a bad winter all the way around, I think for the whole country, except for maybe uh, the deep southeast, Florida, and maybe southern California, it was a bad winter, a lot of storms. They got snow in Minnesota and Wisconsin and the Dakotas, Wyoming, Denver. I think a foot of snow some places. I mean, that's something you hear like uh, February 10th. So we are very anxious for spring to come. I want to hear the uh, tadpoles singing in the several ponds we have around the area. Right next to the health club I go to, there's uh, a big pond, and there's ducks in it, and then there's another pond beside it. And there's in the spring, you hear the tadpoles. You know, I love that. They sing. Not so much croaking like that, more of a softer sound. But... Uh, Anyway, very anxious for spring and the end of this uh, cold, cold winter. I remember it was just about uh, start December, and I was in the cable office paying my bill. And there was a line there, several people, some older ladies. And, oh, this winter's not bad. No, not yet. I don't think we had as much ice as last year. Because I dumped uh, like a thousand pounds of salt last year, probably not, probably less than half that this year, and I don't think we got plowed as much. The storms seemed to be more spread, but it was cold, a lot of 35 below zero nights, wind howling. But then again, 
you know, I will take that over the hurricanes that are blowing over and uh, coming up through the Missouri Valley and Houston, blowing over. Uh, I saw one picture where private jets were destroyed, million dollar, five million dollar jets, private jets destroyed, and homes turned over. It was crazy. Like I said, here in the great northeast, uh, we don't have hurricanes really or tornadoes. Just uh, very harsh winters can be very harsh. We haven't had a mild winter that I can remember in years. I remember when I started teaching, like in 80, 81, the winter wasn't bad at all. It was like spotty snow, spring came early, but uh, we haven't had one of those for a long time. So I would have guessed that was more global warming back in 81, 82, 83 than it is now, seemed like it. But uh, I don't know. We're all ready for spring. I was ready for spring on December 26th. <laughs> I don't ski. I don't snow. I don't snowshoe. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't snowmobile. Not that I'm against it. I did it when I was younger, and it was fun. But I'm just uh, not anything crazy about uh, doing something in the snow or the cold, unless it's a casino. <laughs> if they were to build a snow casino, I might go to it, I guess. I don't know. But anyways, uh, hopefully the storms have uh, subsided and uh, we're going to have some spring-like weather. April showers bring spring flowers. Let's hope we see some soon. Well, it's time for our uh, quick movie review here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Um, I watched a movie called uh, The Titan, uh, made this year. It's about, uh, I'll give you a quick synopsis without giving away the ending or anything. It's about the world's coming to an end, uh, overpopulated, like 15 billion people, something like that, no clean water. So we have to search out other planets that could possibly provide life for us. But to do that, they have to make changes in the human system, the human anatomy, physiology, structure, whatever you want to call it. So they have to redesign the human body to live on some of these planets where it's either too cold, not enough oxygen, they replace uh, oxygen with nitrogen, blah, 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 scientific stuff. Uh, good movie, good acting, you don't really know the plot. The only question I had was, uh, they have a thing in movies called continuity, but they also have a thing called suspension of disbelief. Now they're supposed to send a bunch of people up there so they can, uh, you know, uh, re repopulate the planet, but it ends up they only send one guy. What's he supposed to do? Impregnate himself? I could never understand that. But you'll have to see it. Uh, I do recommend it. I give it a B. Pretty good movie. Uh, a Wrinkle in Time was weird. It was uh, like The Wizard of Oz on crack. Um, it had a giant Oprah in it, which was kind of scary in itself. I give that a C. I really couldn't follow it. I didn't know what was going on. Um, it was kind of weird. It was like a dream more than a movie. But anyways, I give that about a C, like I said. Pacific Rim, I never really followed those movies. And I realize everybody's got the different tastes, like I've said a thousand times on my show here. But um, I couldn't follow what was going on. And when those robots fight, I can't tell. It's like, uh, you know, the Battle of Bull Run in the Civil War where everybody's wearing the same uniforms. I can't tell who's who, who's fighting what. So um, I give that a, a B minus. Well, special effects are good. 
but um, something I I really don't uh, want to watch or don't follow. Uh, the new Tomb Raider starts out really slow, but gets good towards the middle. Kind of surprise endings here. Uh, I did enjoy it. Uh, I think I talked about the new Death Wish. That was a pretty good movie. Kind of rehashed the Charles Bronson one from the 80s. Um, let me see. Uh, Ready Player One. I talked about that before, I think. I give that about a C+. I'm not into video games that much, so maybe people who are would have a better understanding of it and liking of it, but I don't care for it. Now, there's a couple movies you might not have heard of. One is called The Spinning Man, starring uh, Pierce Bronson. And it's a murder mystery, and it has a really surprise ending. I give it a B. Um, you kind of don't know what's going on for sure, but well acted, pretty good plot, pretty good story. And then there's uh, a movie called Sundogs, about a young man that had a brain injury and how he copes with it. And that stars Ed O'Neill from the... Married with Children, big show, and that was pretty good. I give that a B. So that is uh, that's the latest on the updates on the movies that um, that I have seen, and I also been watching that uh, mini series on AMC, uh, The Terra. That was uh, two ships set in eight, sent in 1845 to the Great Northwest Passage. They get up to the Arctic, their ships freeze, and there's either some kind of monster or... It's not a monster, actually. I think it's polar bears. But um, wolves. Something is killing off the men one by one. And I've been watching it. I think there's like 15 episodes, and I've watched them all. And they replay them a lot. So even if you've missed it, you can watch it on demand or... Go back to AMC. This, I think sometimes they show it late at night again or back-to-back. -back. Um, it's on, I think, Mondays. So the NBA, uh, as we mentioned before, the Celtics are, and I know I'm a green teamer, but uh, less, I'm, a, I'm optimistic, I'm pessimistic, I'm mostly realistic. And Kyrie is out for the year, no Gordon, no Gordon Haywood. Marcus Smart's always getting hurt. Uh, they're playing basically with a JV team. They're going to finish number two. But they might get bounced, folks. They might get bounced. It's not. Uh, it's not pretty. It's going to be hard to watch. Uh, the saying "wait till next year" is really coming into uh, into fashion here, because that's what it's going to be. Wait. If they get past the first round, they certainly, I doubt, will get past the second. So the Red Sox are taking off. They are starting out seven-one, best records start since 1925, 26. And actually, the first game they had a big lead, they should be 8-0. They blew a big lead in the eighth inning the first game of the year. So, and they won seven cents. The Yankees are struggling. I think they're like 3-4, and 4-3. Four, four and three, And they have had a lot of injuries. That's, you know, it doesn't matter how good your team is. If your best players, uh, <laughs> Celtics are a perfect example. If your best players aren't playing, I mean, Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward and myself are all going to uh, average the same amount of points in the playoffs, which is a zero, because they're not playing. You know, LeBron never, ever seems to get hurt. I mean, he plays the whole game. He's getting up there now. Been in the league, what, 20 years, whatever it is, since he was 18? No, not 20 years, but close to it, 18 years. He's like 35, 36. He's getting up there. 
He never seems to get hurt. Kevin Love is always getting hurt. His eye crashed, boxed in, his back, his leg, even his hand, broke his hand. But LeBron always seems to pull through. And I think uh, I got Toronto winning it in the East. And I still have Golden State. Once they get their team back and they're all healthy, they're going to roll. So, you know, they talk about the Patriots ruining NFL. Oh, we're tired of seeing the Patriots. Oh, is anybody tired of seeing Cleveland and the Golden State Warriors, the same teams the last, what, four or five years in the, in the finals? Come on, don't talk about the Patriots hogging the finals. That's ridiculous. I mean, at least the NCAAs have been a little different, although Villanova's won the last two out of three years. But we had some good games in the March Madness uh, games tournament. But, but the NBA is probably going to come down to, now if Cleveland can stay healthy, I still think they may squeak it out. But it's either going to be Cleveland, most likely Cleveland, but maybe Toronto. If Toronto doesn't shit all over themselves like they normally do in the playoffs, the backcourt there, Lowry and, and DeRozan have a habit of, playoffs come, they crap their pants and, you know, instead of 20 points, they each get like 8 points. But we'll have to see. I still kind of have Cleveland and Golden State in the finals again. So don't talk about the Patriots ruining sports, the NFL, by being in the Super Bowl every year. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. What's this, four years? And it might be five. I don't know. It all depends if, if, if LeBron stays and how the Celtics, uh, if, they, if they can stay healthy next year. I'm, I'm worried about that team. It's just guys that have a history of getting injured just get injured all the time, it seems. And the Bruins are playing okay. Um, I don't think they're going to get the top spot, but uh, if they can go into the playoffs healthy, they'll they'll be looking good too. They certainly have a lot better chance than the Celtics do of getting to the uh, championship. So we'll have to see. Remember when you ran away and I got well, folks. It's time to end another Toxic Wise-Ass show here on Renegade Talk Radio. Make sure you listen to all our shows here on Renegade Talk Radio. We have a big variety. We have women hosts, men hosts, co-hosts, two hosts, no hosts, one host, many hosts. So uh, it's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. No, it's been nice. It's been nice. been nice entertaining you. And... Uh, be with us on our next show where we're going to try to make you laugh. We don't care as uh, long as you're not uh, evil or ISIS or from some bad place. Uh, we're all about making the whole world as much as we can have a few laughs in uh, these trying times. So thanks for uh, tuning in, and we'll see you and hear you and be with you on the next show. And here's my theme song. They're still coming to take me away, I think. Um, I'm ready, though. And long as they, like I said, long as they have cable and chocolate cake, oh, I don't care. You get to a point in life, sometimes, you know, baby boomers, you hit 50, 50 50-something, and you may uh, say, yeah, you know what, I don't give a crap. I just don't care what happens. I mean, I do, and I I don't sweat the small stuff anymore, I guess. And uh, that's who I'm mainly talking to, but I'm not talking to everybody. Baby boomers, whether you're a teenager, whatever country you're in. We hope that uh, you're living a good life and having as much fun as you can because life is uh, short. I remember getting out of college, 21 years old, 
and man, bang, all of a sudden, man, you're in your 50s. And wow, it happens real fast. Things change. But anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next show. Here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, on your best place for talk radio. Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. I gotta hit the casino. When I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid. Flip your lid. You know. See you on the next show, folks. Thanks for tuning in. You laughed and laughed and then you left, but now you know I'm utterly mad. And they're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. Home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes and they're coming to take me away. <laughs> I cooked your food, I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Huh? Well, you just wait, they'll find you yet, and when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA, you mangy mutt. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm, where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away.